Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Welcome to the break room, see? The podcast that comes to you live every Saturday <laughs> night, straight from YouTube, Facebook, yes, Twitch, and Twitter. We are here today, and we are going back, way back in time, to where this would get you locked up for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get locked up. Is this, is, this a episode? is this a what? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a race episode? Because you're drinking Kool Aid, right? Uh, no, sir. This just the actually, cups that we drink Kool Aid out of. This is not moonshine, but it's it's uh, pomegranate Ciroc. Oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I snuck in a little bit of that indigo gin in here. So, so I, I'm just gonna apologize ahead of time. Uh, I'm trying to work on a new setup here, so if I'm just kind of looking at nobody, it's because I have y'all on a bigger screen, and I'm trying to figure out how to do my camera still right now. This is why I'm never looking into the camera, because I have a big old screen in front of me. Yeah, I can't really, with the way my room is, I can't really set like that. I have a desk pulled, and with my wires, I can't pull it any farther. But next time... How dare us? And I turn my camera off. Damn it. Hi, Sunshine. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Today, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of crazy. And I never knew about this guy. Sir Wolf introduced me to him, and I, I think TikTok introduced you to him also. Nope. No? Who introduced you no. to him? YouTube. Good old YouTube. Good old YouTube. Well, this guy is amazing. And when you first brought him to me, I didn't know it was a duo, actually. <laughs> it's a pair of people. Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, his buddy, Tweedledum. Yeah, well, he, Tweedledum. he wanted to be let out because uh, this guy wrote a and Excuse me. We're talking about Izzy Einstein. He's a prohibition uh, agent back when prohibition was first uh, introduced to the United States. Do we have a picture of this gentleman? Uh, I do. I do. He's related to Albert Einstein? You know, no. You've got to get a visual so. idea of what this man looked like. That's, that's a pretty unique last name, so it's not a, a, a crazy question to ask. I mean, he might be. I'm not sure. He looked like him? Which How many people have a last name Einstein? right there. This guy, this right guy right there, yeah. Not for nothing, like some of the things that this guy could do, at, like his capability in terms of like language and stuff. He, but he was smart. He he had like talent of a genius in a certain way, but not a mathematical one. This guy would have gave Dana Carvey a run for his fucking money. <laughs> Wait, what? He would have been the more. Would have been the more serious version. Where's the laptop? Right he's, he's ready to shoot you and arrest you at the same time. He kind of looks like a monster. Well, it's the small gentleman with the bowler cap. The other guy is his uh, associate, Mo. 
Oh, that's most. Awesome. most <laughs> Thank you, Sunshine. Okay. They're they're Gucci, not to flex, right. but they're Gucci. Okay. Gucci. <laughs> not to flex, but to tell people I have Gucci sunglasses. Oh, right? oh. Gucci ganging it over here. <laughs> well, now this guy to say he's the master of disguises in real life is a fucking understatement. <laughs> This guy went to crazy depths to catch motherfuckers drinking. And he didn't have to necessarily, which is also funny. He didn't, but he did it to <laughs> most, I guess. Yeah. From fucking actual uh, prohibition agent uh, clothing to fucking a Yiddish couple with Mo. A fucking mm. football player. He even went blackface and got away with it in Harlem. At a speakeasy in Harlem, like he went, like that's what blows my mind. You saw what that man looked like, right? What so did he could, look like in blackface? I'm <laughs> saying, like, like how? We have a picture of that. Was, no, so we don't have a press. picture of that. There was yeah. t- he. They had press follow them. They were so brazen about it, and they still did it. Like they got away with it all the time, except for except for Chai Town. He didn't want to fuck with Capone. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want to fuck with Capone. He went to other places. They both did, but they. He was like, Nah, I'm not going to Chicago. We're not. I'm not gonna fuck with Capone. Yeah, he was like, Nah, fuck yeah. I'll stay here in New York. uh, Albert, but he he was smart enough to know that. Hmm. All right, well, let's just get on with the story a little bit. Let's start with the uh, simpleton Wikipedia uh, explanation of Izzy Einstein and Mo Smith. So it says Izzy Adore, Izzy Einstein, uh, and Mo W. Smith were United States federal officers, agents of the U.S. Prohibition Unit, who achieved the most arrests and convictions during the first year of the alcohol prohibition era. Era. (laughs) Christ. <laughs> they were uh, known nationally for successfully exploiting illegal speakeasies and for using disguises as in their work. They made 4,932 arrests in late 1925. Izzy and Mo were laid off in a reorganization of the Bureau of Enforcement. A report in Time magazine suggested that he had attracted more publicly than wanted to be politically um, appointee heading to the Bureau. Although the press and public loved the team, by 1930, both men were working as insurance salesmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Early I guess again. Apparently, the the agents that were uh, like supposed to be busting them down, they were also getting frustrated that they were being so successful because it was making everybody look bad. Mm-hmm. So there's not really, like, nobody's holding a torch for it but there's like the slight idea that they did restructuring so they could make an excuse to get him the fuck out of there right he he even just to show you how embarrassing he made well how he made them embarrassed he took two agents with him to speak easy left them outside <clears throat> the guys were like look see those guys right there they're they're uh they're agents. We can spot them from a mile away. <laughs> so he he gave this motherfucker a drink, 
And he bro, was though he was such a character, bro, that he had a catchphrase. <laughs> he had a fucking catchphrase. You understand? It was it was uh that's all folks. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It, I mean you, you might think it is because he looks like that, but no, no, no. Because he's a pig, but that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> Yeah, what was it? The sad thing about this story is y'all under arrest. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a catchphrase, by the way. You're, the sad thing is that you're under arrest. He was. Wait, hold up. So did did this guy ever have to like have a drink with somebody just to catch him in the act of drinking? Yes. Oh, but oh, yo. Oh yes, he did. <laughs> that's what it kind of felt like. I'm like, word. What His a catchphrase was doing that. It's like, yeah, let's have a drink. Got you, motherfucker. Yo, hands behind your back. Big ass sad news like here. pictures in your wallet. There's sad news here. You're under arrest. That's his catchphrase. Yes, So his first ever foray as being an agent, right? So this is what he, he went in. I forgot why he ended up going in there. But he went in and he was telling them like, hey, I'm unassuming. I don't look like an agent. I know how to talk to people. I know well, how to. Yeah, because like, he was a salesman first. Yeah, so he's like, clear. I know how to like just get people to feel comfortable with me. I can get in there and I can do this. And so they didn't really believe him. So they gave him a badge. They gave him his uniform. And they told him <laughs> to go to a speakeasy that was nearby where they're known to be able to spot agents like that from a mile away. So he goes over there, full garb, goes right in. Imagine all showing. Like everything. Like he's not hiding anything. He goes right in and he sits down and he's like, Anybody want to pour me a drink for to celebrate my day as a new prohibition agent? And the guy looks at him and he's just like, where did you get that? Because uh, he didn't believe him. And he, show, like, he shows him his badge and he's like, that, that fake looks pretty good. And he gives him a drink. He asks him where he got it. And he's like, come with me and I'll show you. And he rests him. And he brings him back to the precinct, and he's like, "See, I told you, like, I can do it. It's not, I can do it. It's not hard." And that's where he started. He told just the guy, ridiculousness. Though. He told the guy, "There's sad news here. You're under arrest." Mm-mm. He always said it. Always yes. said it. Catchphrase. Why nobody didn't punch him in the face? And then I like, imagine he, had, imagine he had that mold with Bugsy. Kind of you, boys when he said that, yeah, you're under arrest, eh? Yeah, you got a drink. I mean, yeah. I I imagine everybody in that time had that. Tracy villain. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're under arrest. Yeah, that, imagine that was good. That was good. And he got you. Hey, how you guys doing? Let's have a drink and celebrate. Ah, look, Betsy, we got him. He got a drink. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not completely outlandish because he knew. I think like he knew three languages really well. <coughs> one of them was Yiddish, another one I think was German, and then a third one. And then he knew some Spanish, Russian, and uh, another language. Yeah, and he, he would just to use seven. that to get by and like talk to people. And he would assume roles. But can you mm-hmm. can you find the picture of him and Mo dressed up as the Yiddish couple? Like they would go full costume, and it was such a spectacle and they were so good about it that they would often just invite uh, uh reporters to just follow them incognito and <laughs> get in their rests and they would be like just like hold on and they'll go in and do their bullshit and <laughs> they arrest somebody they, oh. and i think 
it's supposedly reported that only once did Izzy not stand up to his claim that he could go to any city and arrest a prohibitionist within 30 minutes. And that was in, of course, D.C. Yeah, I found the spot. It says he spoke Yiddish, Hungarian, German, Polish, a little Russian, exactly how they say it, French, Spanish, and Italian. That's what it was. Bro, let me tell you. This he got guy around. Was, yeah. We're going to read more about him in a second. But this guy was so bold that they had, they started putting pictures of him up in the fucking bars. And he <laughs> went into one of these bars where his picture was. Like his picture was right here, right? Uh oh. I can't hear nothing. So his picture was right here, right? And he stood on. Imagine the, the picture having my face on it like this. <laughs> right? He stood underneath his own picture like this. Damn. And nobody recognized him. And he took the speakeasy down. Yeah, after nobody recognized him, he just took out his badge and credentials. And he like, stood right, there so for it's fucking insane. I think he dressed up as like a football guy or something. I yeah, fuck, just full in. fucking football uniform, pads and everything. Damn. First of all, if I was in somewhere and it was mad people and it's just him with his one little badge, I would have been like, I'm out. It doesn't matter. He's going to take that bitch down. You know what I mean? He's taking the bartender down with him and the bartender's going in and agents are going to come. They're going to shut that shit down. What's really funny is like, even like the, the way that news and information could travel was slower than their ability to take down speakeasies. That shit wouldn't fly today. There's no fucking way that would work today. But back yeah, then, no way. The, your fastest runner wouldn't be able to beat them in a car. Like, just like <laughs> What, you're going to hit a couple, and then they're going to be like, we heard they're around. Because there's even points where places would say that they're not going to serve alcohol if they heard that they were around, and they would still have success. Like, just nobody thought these roly-poly-olies were anything to be reckoned with, such that the news <laughs> called them too young. That's why I, I believe they were actually. I believe they still time. hold the record, don't they, for quickest arrest in history? I think so, yes. Motherfuckers didn't even train. step off the train platform. They got into a cab, bro, for, on the train platform to ask the fucking cop. Hey, I mean the, the driver. Hey, you know where I can get a drink around here? The driver turned around with a whiskey bottle. Sad. Sad. Uh, <laughs> he turned sad out so yeah, so you ain't got a bottle right here. Yeah, I got him. See, what's he on? easy. Sad news here. You're under arrest. And he took him the fuck down right there. I would have just had Mo drive the cab after that, so we could go to another speakeasy, <laughs> right? Just arrest him, leave him in the back. <laughs> so, God, now this is a friend of mine. Look, I'm a cabbie. I'm gonna get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> just start filling it up and show up to the copies. Why are you late? I got four arrests in the back. That's why I'm late. That sounds like some straight New York shit, though. You ask a cab driver where he can find liquor. He turn around, look at you like, either I can I can share a sip with you, I can tell you where I got this from. Which one you want to do? Speaking of which, these two over here is similar experience in the past in the train station. Bro, just That's look at his fucking badge, though, bro. Look at his badge. What the fuck is that? Is what? 
It's that bad. Sounds like a passport. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say real quick, if you're on a big screen watching our show, you should check out the coins. Um, that's a crazy badge. Look at him. He almost looks like he's like a like an author that nobody likes. Bro, he <laughs> looks like Oswald Cobblepot. He does. I was gonna say that. <laughs> he looks like for those of you who don't know who that is, that's fucking penguin. All right. He, he looks like somebody who's holding a night and has a warehouse that has child labor. He looked like he took that. He looked like he took that picture. And he has to go take a shit. That's why he's not smiling. Anything <laughs> that you ever read or listen to about him will tell you he had a waddle. You know, <laughs> fucking walk. He waddled. To to be fair to the waddler here, making fun of my walk. You did have to like stand in position for like ten minutes back then for me to take a picture. That's why nobody's when he's upset. Their mouths hurt. Look at that schnoz. I'm here to arrest you. Yeah, there. Yeah, his nose is fucking crazy too. So he does a full on penguin. He don't throw the hands. He'll peck at you until you bleed. Bro, he's definitely Oswald Potish. Now, a lot of people have been saying they want Danny DeVito to play this role, but I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like he could have done that role. But he's kind of old. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's old, old now. His acting yeah. changed. Like when he did that climbing out as a baby stunt on uh, All <laughs> that would have been the prime age, I think, where he was still mobile enough to do some crazy shit, but not too old because he's. The crazy thing about it is. This guy is really you remember twins, the movie he did, Danny DeVito did with uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're doing a new one. If you, are what? they the two yeah. of them? <laughs> They're doing They're it, but it's them? gonna be called it's gonna be called triplets and it's gonna have uh including Tracy Morgan. I mean not, oh uh yeah, God. Tracy Morgan. What? That'd be great. Is it is well, it still gonna be Arnold and Danny DeVito? Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna go see that. Because that sounds <laughs> fucking stupid. Well, I just read, I just read somewhere nice that movie. it's going to be starting to film in like two months. Just That's picture Danny DeVito with Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent. And that right there, my friends, is Izzy Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Except when he's, you know, doing his, like, I, I just, I really want to know how it went down in Harlem. I just can't really take the offhand remark that, like, yeah, he was so successful. You just put on blackface and go to Harlem and do be successful there. Like, I'm sorry, that guy, that that walrus individual, <laughs> just would waddle into Harlem and not be sus. <laughs> yeah, I'm from around here, guys. What's well, let's up? See what the, like, let's I was see. like, what did he do? That was not part of his list of languages. Black folk. He was like, Yo. I mean, there were white people in Harlem, so he could have. It wasn't like, oh, he's gonna get, he's gonna get stomped out on site. Well, why yeah, but how many white people in Harlem are doing blackface? Yeah, why would no, he? No, that? that's that's the that's the weird that's part. Like, yeah, it's probably yeah. death sentence for you to try because you might get caught. Maybe, maybe he did the blackface to trick the white people. What? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And again, they're not flashing <laughs> lights. They're like, not that's really that's flashing easy. lights in a speakeasy. Huh? They're not really flashing lights in a speakeasy. There's little to no light in a speakeasy, if anything. True. I think they were, I mean, a speakeasy probably was just candlelight. So and at that point, yeah, right? Just candlelight. 
Man, candlelight, because nobody's getting sun drawn into the fucking speakeasy. It's under the floor and shit. Well, the ATF actually has a page on them. Let's let's read from there real quick. We fucking says, hate this guy. It makes us look like shit today. We don't like anybody knowing about him. <laughs> How the fuck could this guy be a fucking agent, eh? The guy doesn't even look like a fucking agent. You could toss this guy the fuck around. But yet, we making little to no arrest this motherfucker already. 1500 his first fucking week. A fucking penguin. We look terrible. I just imagine that's how he laughed. I'm telling you, they're sad. Yeah, under arrest. The Einstein theory of rum snooping, as demonstrated by Izzy Einstein on the roof of the Silk Exchange restaurant in New York sometime during the Prohibition. The restaurant located on the ground floor of the uh, of a Fourth Avenue skyscraper hit its illegal booze on the rooftop. Along the artifacts in the ATF archives lies a collection of books written by authors who worked for the ATF or one of its several predecessor agencies. One such book, Izzy Einstein, Prohibition Agent Number One, by Isidore Einstein tells the tale of his career as an agent in the Federal Prohibition Unit during the first years of the alcohol prohibition era. He became notorious for his success in shutting down speakeasies and similar illegal drinking establishments that were supposed to be ungettable. Izzy operated between 1920 and 1925 in New York. So the motherfucker only worked five years and still holds the record for arrests. Although known for using disguises to buy alcohol where no one else was able to, and after making 4,932 arrests of bartenders, bootleggers, and speakeasy owners, of which 95% ended in convictions, Izzy was uh, sacked because he had become too vaudevillain, Hollywood even, made a movie about his uh, unusual uh, enforcement techniques and careers. His book, which was uh, published in 1932, was dedicated to the 4,932 uh, persons he arrested, hoping they uh, <laughs> bear me no grudge for having done my duty. That's funny. Bro, a he's a that fucking book is character. It's like a $600 it? book to get one of those. Damn. I mean, it's one a fucking 1920s book. Yeah, it's got yeah, and I was trying to find it because, like you say, you couldn't find a PDFs, and I found one listing, and it was just like, yeah, we got the book. It's right here. One six hundred dollars original edition. I'm like, that's kind of dope, but I don't have that kind of bread right now. I don't think I don't think you care enough to spend six hundred dollars on this. You know what? I mean, I would read that biography, and if I no 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 no, I mean, I don't think you care about like the whole topic enough to be like no six hundred on this. No, yeah, you want to read it. But spending six hundred, maybe uh, not. But think hey, about Nicole. it. Hey, if the, hey. hey, if the book is fucking six hundred dollars now, imagine how much it's gonna be in about 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? It might be less. It might be more. Might be less. Might be more. If you're a good salesman like he was, it'd be worth way more. 
Well, no, yeah. I mean, it, it might be in such high demand where the like they make more copies of it all of a sudden, so it, you can find it for five dollars. All they need to do is make a movie with it. But list. yet, yet, you have not seen a book like he just said. There's no books at all. There's no reprints of this. None. Yeah. yeah I can't think- even find a PDF, bro. Because they probably put tactics in it. It's like, this is how you make a movie like fucking douchebags. You go like this and you do <laughs> Pick, catching people's really like selling. It's like it's like a genius book, and they're like, we cannot ever let fucking people hey, read this. She had up like the secret, but for secret agents and shit. Izzy, shut up, shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know, bro. I would have if I had the money, I would purchase it. Six hundred bones. I I put that in my rare book collection if I could get one. Yeah. You put that shit in the safe. Nah, right next to the gun. The level that I'm thinking, you don't get in my house unless you want that. <laughs> <laughs> this is in my library. Is that's, your door that's, on? That's the level of imagination I'm thinking about spending casually on a $600 book. Not like I'm making 100000 a year. Mm-mm, that's still the, too much. The book is called um, Prohibition Agent Number One. By Isidore Einstein. Number one. Isidore Einstein was only five feet five inches tall and weighed 225 pounds. What? Well, when look, see, when he walked, he listed from side to side. (laughs) He never carried a gun. He wasn't even a professional loader. That that sounds so ridiculous. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, this is a good movie somewhere, and nobody has it, done it. It, it sounds right? like a fake, but it doesn't sound like a real story. Like back, in the 1920s or Yeah, and you know what's crazy? If he's never carrying around a gun, but he's busting people, somebody could have like easily shot his ass real quick. Blew his fucking brains out. Like, right? Right? Actually, ha, 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 ha. Let me tell you something, though, Hollywood. He he you, did, He was aware of that though. That's why he never went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to fuck yeah. with like the big ballers like Capone. He wasn't doing. Oh, no. He would have been. Capone he would have been swimming with the fishes. <laughs> Let me just that was New York was just him, as bad though. as any other city in the 1920s. Well, that, that that was by his own admission. So maybe he just had. I don't know. They were supposedly incorruptible. So I don't know. That's why. But you know, who maybe. walks up and says, "Hey, you want a job? You want to try to bust people who shouldn't be drinking for me?" <laughs> I don't know. Nobody. He wants that job. Bro, what he happened? walked into them. He did. They didn't come up to him. He went up Where? to them, and he was like, "Yo, I think I can do this." Mm-hmm. He volunteered. Like, you don't even look yeah. like <laughs> a regular agent. They were. Like, he was like, "Exactly." That's and when they gave him the uniform and the badge and said, "Go to this one right here. They could spot one of you, one of us from a mile away." And he walked in with the uniform and badge, and arrested him. First no, day, no guns. And no guns. Okay. That's why he was able to get his friend, who was a cigar salesman, a job doing the same thing. Gotta look out for and they asked the question, like, why do you think he'd be able to do this? He was like, he doesn't look like an agent either. And they're like, you're right, he's hired. <laughs> eh, it worked with you. Easiest interview ever. He's like, do I have to stop eating the sandwich? No, I'll add a good effect. <laughs> we can make it. <laughs> <an agent>. Man. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want a drink before I take you to jail? What'd you say? Now, you busted. So something that's real <laughs> wild about this whole thing is the way Izzy would get away with some of their ways to check on Asians. Their ways. How did but, he not get stomped on the alley? It's well, like, wait, you not our friend? The fuck he, is he wasn't dumb. His last name was Einstein. <laughs> the man was a genius at his craft because he developed a system to where he would take like shots and stuff. And I don't know how, but the man didn't die of this. He died of diabetes. So he would take shots and he would take them up like with his arm, like it was a normal one. And then when you get to his collar, he would just tilt it at the correct angle to dip it into a funnel in his, in his pocket, pocket, which oh, would collect wow. down a tube into a canister as evidence for them against the person. Would you like, like to tell me the way he served me? This is just the proof. I was Inspector Gadget. Or something? Bro, it gets wilder. <laughs> Would you like to tell them about the ham sandwich or should I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ham sandwich sounds like utter bullshit. Like, out of all this, even this made me go, like, come on, son. Like, how do you know? <laughs> like, in New York, this is making New Yorkers look bad. First of all, <laughs> please go, go ahead and tell him about the ham sandwich. He's Jewish. He doesn't eat ham. So after he was all in the, uh, you know, the myth, the lore of the speakeasy, everybody would have their ways to try to figure out if it was him. One of the ways was to feed the guy a ham sandwich. <laughs> this motherfucker engineered some type of way of blowing the ham out of the sandwich and eating it. <laughs> he blew the ham out of the sandwich. He blew the ham out of the sandwich. He blew it out of the sandwich. Whoa, like, he not, blew it just on, something, like, on your hand or some shit? He took the sandwich, <laughs> right? <laughs> and in one of those swoops, he would like, go... Watching him? <clears throat> the fucking ham would go out. And he would eat the sandwich. Nah. nah. Wait, first of all, what kind of sandwich can hey, you look, eat that look, actually has slip out room? But they're just embellishing a lot of these stories to, to make it fun to decide. Because I don't like, know, like, though. Like, he took that hit. Like, if he had to be in disguise and had to eat a sandwich, right. he took that bite. You would, you would think if all of this was really heavily embellished, no, no, that they wouldn't not try so hard to fucking bury him. Why? This guy's history is buried, even though they have a little oh, okay. uh, article on in the ATF. That's why you can't find his book. You haven't heard about him. You would think the guy that holds the record for fucking arrests, you would have heard about in your history class at least once. No. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Not in the history I mean, class, but you would have heard of him. In, so, in some yeah. way, with all the stuff going around, I feel like I definitely would have came across hearing that name. And I still didn't hear about him until recently, which I've gone down a lot of random. I was this week years old. Especially like around the prohibition area, because that's when mafias were formed and shit. And like, I've heard a lot of stuff pass away from that. I've never heard of this man's name. His name is unique. Izzy Einstein. You don't really know one Einstein, and that's Albert. And most exactly. people don't that's what I said, fucking Yeah. You could tell people that Albert Einstein like is Izzy him. Einstein. They'd be like, his first name's Izzy? Like, yeah. 
No. Well, I don't think anybody's going to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, you know, Albert you're more optimistic than I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where was I here? You were talking, uh, we were talking about the ham sandwich and how fucking ridiculous that is. That he, yeah, like, because how do you blow ham out of a sandwich and they're just looking at you? It doesn't matter. How do you take a shot and pour it in your pocket? And they don't that, know. No, no, that's that's more believable seeing that you could wear a long coat and you could have food in your arms. That's more okay, believable. So is it really hard to believe that he blew the fucking ham in one of his pockets? What, yo, yo, just, yes. just think about wait, hold on. Think about what you just uh, said. He well, blew a ham sandwich and people are watching him. Or if people <laughs> I give you a plate of food and I'm gonna just I'll turn my head. Like, what kind of this is a movie first shit? Of all, it's not real I life. But it's like, what the fuck is going on? Over they don't there? ever <laughs> specify how he did it. Exactly. Now, That's I why I say they put some extras on it. Maybe it's in his book. We, so we couldn't get our hands on a copy because it's so expensive. The in the book, he actually says he ate the sandwich. Right? Just think about it, though. He's not going to do it like this, right? And blow it straight out because obviously somebody's going to see that shit. That's exactly. He's going to pick it up, right? And he's gonna try to bite it like this and blow that shit right in his pocket. I, I believe it. I believe that if he just put it inside his in his jacket, that that would make more sense. You this know what? Yeah, this is the Somebody's gonna see the fucking hair. This is the only era you can actually blow a piece of meat out of the sandwich. Pause. You would know about pause. Why would you even say that? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go back to my prohibition drink. It's gonna go. You would know about right. blowing a piece. Prohibition break drink my brought you there, bro. Let's take us go. back. Way back. That, Way now, back. He could have put the ham, like slide down his hand into his, his that, arm. Yeah, that that I could believe. He, he could have maybe that. done that, or he might have just used gravity and had it at an angle and held it. Relatively loose to where he could do some type of <laughs> blow onto the sandwich to yeah. move it down with the assistance. Maybe he would just eat it like this. Yo, y'all saying it like you never ate a sandwich before. Like the physics doesn't make sense. Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Depending on the kind <laughs> of sandwich, it does kind of make if sense. If you hold that shit kind of loose, you can yeah. kind of drop drop your ham a little bit, catch it with the down here. And people like, are you watching you grab. I'm just saying, like they also did Come all the bullshit. It's dope. You know, we're kind so of in, we have committed to the bullshit that I can kind of buy you figured out or this, but no, no, yeah, I can move that ham out. That. That's I would expect that in the movie, but I don't think he did that. Yo, you know, <laughs> you know what that means though? Right if you're able to take something out of your sandwich in front of the company you're trying to like you catch in the act of drinking, that means back in those days. Not one motherfucker picked their head up while it was time to eat. No one looked up. They were just yeah, eating. Yeah, like nobody's like, paying the attention What's he doing taking that out? Yo, I saw that. Oh, hold up. Everybody has to be drrunk in a speakeasy. Because right now, there's no heavy. Yeah, not everybody, but yeah, Everything that is pretty is bad. Right. <laughs> well, no, it must have been super speakeasy back then if you don't see a motherfucker taking something out of the sandwich right in front of y'all. But I'm this just ain't Ray's boom boom room now. Well, also we we're, we are forgetting we did establish that they're probably in candlelight. So if it was dim enough and loud enough, you could maybe have gotten away with just like blowing the ham onto the fucking floor while holding the sandwich like this with gravity, because it's super fucking dark. It's super loud. People are drunk. Not everybody, but like. 
If he's outside, nah, that's comical as shit. Inside, where it's really dim, possibly not real loud. Obviously, it's a speakeasy, but like loudish. But then again, they do act like they were playing fucking loud ass music, like the Aristocats and shit. But I can buy, depending on the situation, that he could do it. But the way it's described, you do know, you so do know Disney took that from like, the word oh, aristocrat. He's right? just, how? He knows no, that. He's going to risk the cat on purpose. I know that. That's, okay. that's what kind of disturbed me real quick. Why? <laughs> you, you don't know the song Everybody Wants to Be a Fucking Cat? You've never heard yeah. of that? Yeah, so much Idris Alba and all of them was a cat and cats. I, I know. I understand. What? Well, they should have been. Cats? Yeah, they, made, they remade cats like for the seventh time or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's a movie. Yeah. Idris Elba was in that? Yeah, he I was. believe so. Oh, oh, oh. At least two okay. people were descendants from the very first original one. I want you to make a movie that makes me hot. Mm -mm. I don't know. Who the fuck was that? You should do it. That's the, right? that's the producer. <laughs> that's, that was Sounds like a Harvey Weinstein entry. If I could turn this into tinfoil, that's the tinfoil producer. All you were missing there was uh, your... Uh, your adopted wife with that accent. <laughs> Woody Allen? Yes, sir. <laughs> Woody Allen. Jeez, I don't think he was talking about me. <laughs> if you need me, I'm available. <laughs> no, that's that's uh what you call his cousin on South Park. <laughs> uh, the, one, the one from Connecticut. <laughs> oh yeah, Carmen's Carmen's cousin. That's Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kyle's cousin, sorry. Kyle's cousin, Kyle. I I hated that kid so much. Yo, he's a bitch <clears throat> to beat in the in the fractured butthole. He's a fucking dick of an uh, of an animal. He like he's he, he's based off of uh uh fucking Akira at the end where the guy like blows up into this psychic monster, and so he he what his psychic ability is he just cheats. So he just like rewinds your moves yeah. and makes it not matter. And that motherfucker is an asshole. I like didn't like him before, but that accent is just so funny to me. <laughs> it's like, all right, I can kind of deal with you a little bit. But fuck that, boss. That was a bitch. It was it was more annoying than Morgan Freeman. That's the most on point, Woody Allen. Yeah, that's a, that's that's pretty sad. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I, I semi appreciate it because everyone's a bit of a fucking bastard. <laughs> he raised his own pussy. I don't support that. I gotta get you a bagel with locks. A what? A bagel with locks. Yes, that would be delicious. <laughs> well, as hilarious as this sounded, the job just sounded more fun than his job in the post office, said Izzy. What was his secret? He never looked the same way to the same way to investigators in a row. Is <laughs> he could speak German, Polish, Hungarian, and Bohemian, Yiddish, and yeah, some Italian. Bohemian. You see, like? Izzy had a knack for languages. Is that like that Chinese language? Was he one of them? And so every day he would dress a different way put on a different voice and go into an outlaw drinking establishment and order a drink. When it would come, 
he would always say the same thing as he cuffed them. There's sad news here. I'm under arrest. It'd be funny if like he had, he would change his voice, but then his his partner Mo was just man like that. And when he was dressed up like the Yiddish woman, he didn't change his voice at all. That's what I was saying earlier. No that, 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 that little that Muggsy voice is exactly what his real voice is, but he knew how to hide it well. And even though that many languages, you you can really like catch a motherfucker off guard doing that. You got control of your voice for sure if you know. It doesn't say about Mo, but Mo apparently didn't want his information known. Yeah, like, Mo was the person that stood shut. Like I bet low key they were just like actual like MIB alien agents. They're just like we want to do this, mm. you know <laughs> and they're just like no, nah, it's too much. We were too successful. You gotta hide it all. You sound like you belong in jail. Wait, who? <laughs> like us me? or like me oh, or just how uh, uh, me yeah. again, I, guess. I don't know like you need to be committed I think she's talking to me Definitely. I may sound like I'm in I should be in jail right now uh -uh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you, you narrate your own court sentencing he arrested bartenders <laughs> as a German pickle packer <laughs> as a German pickle Wait. packer Say that shit happened. ten times. Like Yiddish one wouldn't have worked. <laughs> wow. He arrested bartenders. <laughs> I shit you not. It says that right there. He arrested bartenders as a German pickle packer, a, po <laughs> a Polish count, a Hungarian violinist, a Yiddish grave digger, a French <laughs> maitre d. An Italian fruit vendor, a Russian fisherman, a Chinese landelier, <laughs> and an astonishing number—an <laughs> astonishing number of Americans. A cigar salesman. You said that shit American, like a football player. That sounded a little bit more like a cigar salesman. A beauty judge, a beauty contest judge. A streetcar conductor, un grocer, a lawyer, a librarian, and a plumber. Hey, hey, you should change Once. those too. They're not normal. Nah, fuck them. Especially lawyers. What? They're evil. You've been like, what? lawyer. Oh, sorry. Maybe <laughs> a lawyer. <laughs> That's something so. Oh, lawyer. Yeah, I can go with that. <laughs> Once he even dressed up. As a black man in Harlem, I shit you not, it says that. It's yeah, I, I've got to see the picture of that one because they got pictures of everything else. Yo, but I can't find the picture now. Because That's it was funny. too. It was too <laughs> it's because if you search up Izzy Einstein in, in uh, blackface, it doesn't come up because it was so convincing. He Izzy looks like Einstein another person. You have to know the name of the alias he had. It's so crazy. That's what it said. I'll look for it right now, Miguel. <laughs> Finish reading where I was, Miguel, and I'll, I'll look for it right now. That'd be wild, though. All right, cool. Hold on. Okay, one day so when posing. One day when posing as a department store truck driver, he purchased liquor at the Luna Hotel in New York. Afterwards, he delivered a little COD of his own. Come on down to the federal building. Man. <laughs> There's sad news here. Many places he went into... He went into had a what the fuck? Many places he went into had a sign 
warning bartenders about him, but the pitcher never looked like him on the day he entered the establishment. You can never catch me. By the way, you're going to jail, fucker. <laughs> Bro. And so he was completely... Why would it have that? Why would it have what? On the top. I will, but look. Right here, in a fucking um, image, it says... Most Smith prohibition agents tell uh tellies, right? But it's a fucking autopsy of an alien. <laughs> what I swear that's a misfile, I think. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. you would think so. All right, so see now. Whoa, okay. Jackie Gleason and Art Carney did the fucking movie Izzy and Mo. Really? Con men, con men to cops. But they, it was said that we shouldn't watch that movie to get any type of history. Insight. Facts. Yeah, nah, because it's not. No, I wouldn't good. want to see a historical movie necessarily. I need to see something that's like the Naked Gun or something. Like nah, yeah, but, so then you should but this guy thing. needs, he's got way too much history attached to his name that they're trying to hide for whatever reason. That I right. want to see an accurate representation and I, I want to see a comedy. Yeah, I, 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 feel you. I feel you. They need to do one where it's like, like you said, like the Naked Gun, where it's like, oh, this is not a serious cop movie. And then they like, come on, he arrested four thousand people, and, and like only show him arresting like ten. Holy shit! Like, movie yeah, it'll even be comical just watching it. Like you hear that that famous comedy comedy music back. I googled the Izzy Einstein, and I'm looking through the fucking pictures here, and what do I see? I see our promo piece. Twice. Word? What? Word. Mm -hmm. Word. Word. Let me Word. show you. Hold on, hold on. That's no shit. Nobody talking about this guy. <laughs> exactly. I just want to see him in blackface. Six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> right nice. See him right there with the baby face? That's him doing baby face. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. He's supposed to be a woman that, in that. That's thing. a baby. That can't <laughs> be a problem. That's JJ Mo Smith. Disguises on the top next to his name. What disguises? That's funny. Maybe it'll come up that is funny. We showed it's up on the top three yeah. search results. We inadvertently made talking jokes. It's crazy because he's not a believable woman in that, but then no. people probably wouldn't have cared. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's like, oh, she's a rough woman, huh? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Somebody would have been drunk enough. Yeah, that's where the I guess it's like oh, so you've been to the bottom of a bottle before. <laughs> With her around, yeah, see. Uh, Soup crisis. Uh, they got fucking pictures of everything else but the blackface. What's up? I it must have been a short-lived character. How uneventful. Mm. Expect more from your second coming. It's very disappointing. <laughs> I heavily doubt that it was um. It was just a one-time thing. I'm you know glad I mean? that has been worth it, Nicole. Yeah, that's a good yeah, track record kind of, for us. That's good to see. Other people will see us. that. <laughs> everything you have told me is in Why, thank you. You're very welcome, Nicole. <laughs> I never knows we have an explicit content disclosure. <laughs> right? I've never really seen the screen this big and everything is just here. And the irony is great. You did it. Yeah, we kind of have to. Well, just like how Jason was saying earlier, this dude would literally go into establishments right next to his picture and no one would see like the, the similarities. He, I guess he was always disguised, but he always tried to smile in that same fashion 
of that what they got that picture. And instead, mm. they're like, oh, I can't see the resemblance. Oh, shit, you're a cop? And they're fucked from there. Well, Let's see here. Let's be from the history channel. You're so damn short. Exactly. And because yeah. he looked like yeah. anyway. <laughs> like a penguin, he quacked. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that, like, the penguin is probably loosely based on him or even any of the villains from Dick Tracy. Right? Yeah, that was definitely the Dick Tracy era. Definitely. Everybody well, had a was out in that era too, so it's not too far fetched, you know? Mm -hmm. He was now, a character. He played the role. Definitely played the role. This is what the History Channel has on him. It says, uh, the improbable prohibition agents who outsmarted speakeasy owners. Meet Izzy and Moe, the prohibition era's canniest crime busters. He was an alien. He, they were. <laughs> Izzy Adore Einstein, known as Izzy to his friends, was no one's idea of a G-man. Short, fat, with numerous chins and thinning hair, he was so rude. <laughs> that is a very fucked up ass way to describe. And this is the history channel. They, they yeah. don't want the history channel said that. Like, this guy was an ugly, pudgy piece of shit. <laughs> don't forget the numerous chins. Yeah, right. The unflappable flaps of his fats. The unflappable fat flaps. I wonder how he talked. Like if he was like one of those people who was like, <laughs> he was always breathing. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you. It's a little, it gets a little deeper. They roast him a little, just a little bit more. They roast it him. says, uh -uh. he was fat with numerous chins and thinning hair. He was so rotund that the great so crime writer, Herbert Asbury, described his belly as moving majestically ahead like the breast <laughs> of an overfed uh, pewter pigeon. With his thick, happening? round spectacles perched on his nose. That's a great had, description. Right? They, real, <laughs> really, really <laughs> thorough. Yo. Izzy had all the hey, looks of yo. your below-average Joe. Damn, below-average. Well below-average <laughs> Joe. This person was being nice. Mm. <laughs> but it was precisely this. Un possessing appearance that would make him his similarly schlubby. Yo, they called Mo schlubby. The way they used to do this is the history channel and they're fucking using words like schlubby. They used the entire lexicon of the That's like that's like short short and chubby and whatever the hell I would use. That was probably the language time. Yeah, that's actually a really good word to describe them. Mo was significantly yeah. taller than fucking um yeah. than uh Izzy. Yeah, you can tell in the picture. And yet they both schlubby. Schlubby, that's what they look schlubby. We're the schlub brothers. We're here to bust you. Yeah. <laughs> here you want a beer? Son of a bitch. Sad uh, who's here is you're under arrest. Wait, wait. You're listing chubby. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do we been doing that so much? If they make a movie and nobody wangs, I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm, like, I'm gonna be heavily <laughs> pissed off, <laughs> especially if it's a comedy. Somebody's gonna yeah. do it. at wait, least wait, once. However, however, it is spoken nowhere that Izzy Einstein said, wait, wait. So if it ends up there, fuck you, pay me. I want my money. Yeah. You heard it here, viewers. 
Anywho, pay him. He pays us, so pay him. Pay the Nick. Pay this guy. Okay, man. Rash that guy. Any who's him about? Right. His skin was fucking disgusting. That's what it would say today. <laughs> he needs now, a professional popper appointment. I want to see these guys go in thorough because they're the History Channel, but I don't think they do. This is probably the most comedic one that we'll read tonight. That age was prohibition. It's a period that nearly that. It's a period that nearly a hundred years on still seems like a fantastical blip in America's history. These motherfuckers are getting writers that can't even write. That was a weird. Word, that's a hell of a run <laughs> right there. From 1919 to 1933, the 18th Amendment of the United States Constitution declared it illegal to produce, transport, or sell alcohol. The result of hold on, hold on. Sounds like alcohol. That's juice. Yeah. No, it's not. It's very, very heavily doused in alcohol. With with some juice. With and, juice. And, and some it's soda. Just, it's just non-baby friendly juice. Drink it straight like the times. Right? Alcohol <laughs> sounds like the managing water now. Right? Glass well, no, prohibition. It was marijuana illegal. prohibition is over now. It was illegal, and then yeah. I was like, Almost. hey. Like yeah, alcohol. Hey. Yo, it, it was it's such over a when all the people busted in prison. It was such a turnaround for marijuana that people are free. now getting out of jail for those marijuana charges. Some for some reason, it's still taking a long time. Not all of them. Not Most all of them have already committed crimes Once. in jail, so they got to stay. Even though you're here for marijuana. Yeah, don't quote me. You did a B&E back in 2000. So that's what you're here for. You staying in here. You're going to be in here with Rupert there. Rupert was here since the prohibition. The alcohol. Rupert. Rupert was here since the alcohol prohibition. You stay here and rot with him. Man, man. If, if you didn't kill Rapey Dave, you'd be able to go, but you defended yourself, and that's a murder charge, so sorry. Now buddy. you got another 15 years. Dead-ass Nicole, the moonshine era. Life sentence for murder, and you know. Hey, join us in the moonshine era. Get your mason jar and just put iced tea in there. Shows you that, that dime of, of weed wasn't worth it. Show us the jar. Hold on, hold on, look. Ours is a real mason jar, all right? This is a real mason jar, too, just a smaller one. What the fuck? Bro, that looked like a jelly jar. It's listen. It's enough to give me my drink. I the fuck. But that shit bought in a store. I'm trying to get you bought out on the show right now. I'm trying to have a straight head. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason is a vacuum sealable mason jar snob um, because he just put down Migs for his baby. Right. Yo, next time I need a bigger mason jar for this kind of episode, I'm gonna go stay in your crib and pass out as soon as the show is over. What are you doing? I saved that last shot just for this episode. What is proper that? 12? Yes, proper 12. No. The That's the next bottle that I've been drinking for months. Okay. So you're you taking like one shot a day? One Bro, shot a That was a fucking hefty bottle. She bought me some new shot glasses one night. They weren't doubles. They were like triples. Oh, shit. And I took five of them shits. Fuck. And it was over for me. I fucking, I got drunk. Threw up and passed out in like ten minutes tops. You were acting like you were acting like well, Mr. Damn, you did five in a row. Yeah, you did. 
Nigga. of a triple stack of a trap pass. I said, you, you, bro. Damn. After that, I didn't drink any more of it. That's a that's a good idea. You should probably let your body be like, yeah, no, we, we didn't get off on a good foot. You probably <laughs> yeah. weren't walking around either. I definitely would have got arrested. I think anybody, well, not anybody, but most, <laughs> after having uh, that many shots, would, uh, good Lord, 15? Like, real quick. <laughs> Yo, just for I, that, we we need a, we need another decal, another shirt. Just just holding up a moonshine glass. Well, I mean, if you're trying to get drunk quick, moonshine. Well, tell, and tell your auntie also that we here would love to sample that moonshine. Yeah, I don't think that's an illegal exchange. I don't think you could just technically share homebrew moonshine. But then again, I've seen TV shows where they're clearly making. Bro, are you kidding? I still have a bottle of fucking liquor here that was distilled in a restaurant. Like while you were eating, like they're just like you want some. No, remember we we were sponsored by them for a couple of shows back when when we first started. Sugar Works. Oh yeah, I forgot about Sugar Works. Because they forgot about us. I remember. No, they, they did. They didn't. They didn't forget about us. They didn't. Oh. I got lazy. No, you didn't. Jay got lazy. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, things happen. Uh, where was I? Life is life. That age was prohibition. It's a period nearly one hundred years on still. Whoa. You read that already. Yes, that's the weird sentence. Let's let's. Is it let's the weird read. sentence or the weird shot? No, bro. It's the weird sentence. Migs, read that sentence. It's a, it's so the way it's supposed to be is that age was. <laughs> I told you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a period that nearly one hundred years on, it should be a comma, still seems to. That's. Okay, it's a period that nearly one hundred years on, comma, still seems like a fantastical blip in America's history. They're missing. They're fucking. Grammatical errors, all right? A comma is supposed they to be right. They're they're fucking quoting Marvel movies. <laughs> Probably. And there it says from 1919 to 1933, the 18th Amendment of the United States Constitution declared it illegal to produce, transport, or sell alcohol, the result of years of lobbying by the Anti-Saloon League. Never, that just sounds like a villain setup. Yeah. Anti-Saloon <laughs> League. <laughs> Anti-Saloon League. All right, and, later, and the Women's Christian Temperance Union. Someone yeah. really like alcohol. Oh, I wonder if um... that's because the men were wasting their lives drinking and then fucking ruining the family. So the women were like, "Yeah, we got to do something about alcohol." Y'all get drunk every single day. It's like you know you got kids to feed, right? It's like yeah, fuck your kids. I got to get drunk. And you then, know, and fuck them, right? Every, every argument ended up in in a fucking beatdown of like five Bibles in a pillowcase. Nah, just, just bottles. Bro, that's, that's my father was a morphine addict. You there. better be thankful. The power of compliance compels your liver. And he got anything to drink? <laughs> Shit was bananas, but it's safe to say after that, alcohol took a horrible rise in addiction. Did I, I think alcohol planned that. He says that as he takes a sip. I think it's probably... The I'm same not. as it was then, but it's not as bad for society. Like 
you have people ruining their families because it's super normalized now. Oh yeah, I mean you know look what we're doing now. I'm just saying, not that we condone it, but right. Oh, listen, it's, listen, it's only for conversation. Time out. Time out. Let me just say, if you're old enough to drink, then by God, drink. That is your God-given right. If you can be 18 and die for this country, then you should be able to fucking drink. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you could die for this country, but you can't you, have a drink. You, should, you shouldn't even be 18 in the military. Agree. Like, that shouldn't even be. Like, no. like um, on yeah, paper, I, I agree with you. Should be 21? Should be 21 to be enlisted. But the military wouldn't have a lot of personnel if it was only 21 and up. So they're like, yeah, we need... What's more important, getting people in the military or letting people drink? Yeah, get people right out of high school. They haven't really thought about anything yet. Young and eager and don't know what to do with your life just yet. You have no direction? We'll give you everything. Or the people that feel like I have a plan. Better than like bartenders. Bartenders need the same type of people. What? Damn. Are you comparing bartenders to the military right now? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, there's bartenders in the military too. There was no mixed drinks back then. It was just serving up shots. Pick you your poison and get ready like to get Every poison. time they show something in color, we're like, holy shit, people were wild back then, too. It's so probably, like, they were probably more color? wild back then. Yeah. 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 Like they, they, you could get away with way more. Yeah. yeah there's there's no, 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 no media, no cameras. I mean, it's just, only not, word of mouth back dark, then. But to give a comparison, the woman who on her deathbed confessed to lying about uh, Emmett Till, uh, yeah, like she was still alive. Shit. So I'm no, sure there's plenty of shit that everybody is like, yeah, you know, I did some stuff, but then I just I know how to shut the fuck up. We all know how to shut the fuck up and make you think we never did the stuff that you were doing. Fucking. We just made you think we never did that. Once I learned the stuff my mother did my age when I was growing up, I was like, well, what the fuck? Excuse me. <laughs> I'm well behaved. I, <laughs> Nicole, I, I didn't do it on purpose, okay? I didn't do it on purpose. It was a new shot glass. I usually take, at the time, I was taking two shots a night to go to bed, right? To go to bed. <laughs> it eased me. No, no, I mean, I didn't do it to fall asleep. I just it's, did it to go to okay. bed. You know what I mean? It's okay. <laughs> bro, bro, I've done this. We understand. It's all right. I, I only, look, I, I only did it because <laughs> it was effective. You know what I mean? And it, and it it's two shots. I bet it was effective. <laughs> now, she bought me a new oh, double shot. I, what I thought was a double shot glass. Oh, it was a triple. So Jasmine, like, why didn't you tell me? We didn't <laughs> I mean, know. Does it, does it really she matter if it's a double or a triple? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does matter. I'm going I'm to write in. It was after a break room at that. I'm going to write in the private chat why I didn't tell him. <laughs> oh, so you knew. That's fucked up. I did. I did know. I bought it. I told him the next day. That's why he was like, no wonder I was fucked up. Like, yeah, yes. I was I thought he took up. one. I didn't know he took as Five. many as he said. Yeah, he like it was, if it's a double shot or a triple shot, it's not that big a deal if you take one. You take five of them, it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I 
I also didn't expect them to hit me as fast as they did. What do you mean? They hit me pretty fast. Yeah, you just drank. And then I hit the toilet pretty fast. Let me just say this, too. That break room logo looks super good on your wall. It does. It, it sticks out. It does kind of pop out really well. I was like, how do you see it? It looks like it's on my wall. <laughs> right? It looks so good on your wall. I got to put one up here now. It's not going to look the same, though. I'm going to take posters. I'm going to take it down. I'm going to. But, gonna but you can still got to get your head is in the way, and so is Jasmine's head. And just leave it on Tallinn's. <laughs> Especially if he posts from like his. I was freaking out, man. Freaking <laughs> out. Where were we? were on History Channel, right? Where were we? <laughs> yes, uh, we were getting to the point where they're about to tell us how this was all conspiratorially done by aliens. Uh, I don't think we were there, but it says when Prohibition went into effect. That was deep. I didn't even know that. Right? Me neither. Well, it's the History Channel, so it has to end with aliens. Well, I mean, come on. Or, or it's, like it's part of the contract. One of the two, Hitler or aliens, or both. So I mean, together, right? yeah. he was Jewish and spoke German, so Hitler's there somewhere. The mix. The remix. See? Already going on. When Prohibition went into effect in January 1919, Izzy Einstein lived on New York's Lower East Side, struggling to keep his wife and four sons fed on a postal clerk's salary. Damn, they just blowing him alive right now. Fuck is happening right now. He's rolling over in his fucking urn. Too soon? I'm sorry. Whatever. I mean, I was waiting for you to read the next line. Right. <laughs> Struggling to keep his wife. Oh, I read that one. Reading in the newspaper that the newly created prohibition unit was looking for agents, he went down to the local bureau and applied. As Izzy uh, recounted in his wise-cracking memoir, Prohibition <laughs> Agent Number One, the bureau chief looked him up and down and told him he wasn't the type. But <laughs> not the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are not Mary J. Blige. You are not the one. You can't be the one, one, one. No, it wasn't. No, it's, it's That's what it was. But Izzy was not desoluted. He argued that looking like an every man was exactly what was needed in this dry new world. Moreover, although he had no gumshoe experience, Izzy insisted he understood no people. Gumshoe. Yeah, that's what they called a private eye back then. I know it's just it's such an archaic term, but I, I enjoy it. But you never that's really that Carmen San Diego era. Gumshoe. I gotta give him credit for Bro, using that. That's term. the that's the fucking um uh what is it? Rescue Rangers era, nigga. <laughs> These two gum shoes are picking up the track. There's no case too big, no case too small. If you need help, just call it. it, it is EMO. <laughs> that was pretty good. I give you that. That was pretty fucking good. Still rocking out over there. Oh, sorry. Somehow, whatever it It was a very catchy song growing up. I remember that shit. It was that one. And Darkwing Duck still it it, it lives rent free in my head somewhere. Mm. 
It's because they they pay a good rent. Yo, I know what you I, I know what you're talking about, yo. I feel the same way about DuckTales. And I saw what? I saw like the I saw like the the revamp version of it. The, the, it's the same song, it's just a different singer and a different tempo. Yeah, yo, that, 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 that stuck that. in my head once I once I passed Disney XD. Okay. Listen, if we're gonna go off on a quick little DuckTales tangent, how about we <laughs> we we go through the fact that back then we all thought DuckTales and Darkwing Duck were fucking in the same universe because of Launchpad, but they were not. They weren't. They were yeah. not. They made they made them canon in the same universe in the new one. That's no. Funny. But here's the thing, though. A lot of people don't remember this. It's Launchpad who's the center of yeah. that of that universe yeah. coexisting. It's it was yeah. two universe, bro. Back in the day, I'm telling you, look it up. I looked it up and I was fucking blown. That's, that's retcon bullshit, man. We knew the real truth. That's a that's a Mandela effect, man. Mandela effect, nah, man. The same man way the that the same way that Perfect Strangers, um, is really the reason why Family Matters was a show. Was it Perfect Strangers? There was another. I, I don't remember the the, the show. Oh, all right. But basically, Harriet was the doorman in another sitcom. <laughs> Harriet oh, yeah, was a doorman in another sitcom, and it spun off into Family Matters, right? And it made it canon in Full House when Urkel went on fucking Full House. And yeah. and it was also canon in that show. Um, fuck, fuck. It was the shit with Suzanne Summers. I didn't see that one. Fuck, fuck. Three's Company. No, 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 no. It was after that. It was after fuck fuck with Oh no, you must have been into heavy. You must have heavily been into sitcoms at that point. I was heavily into oh, she's here, Susan. TGIF. I love that shit. TGIF used to be pretty good. That was back when uh, America's Finest Home Videos was. Fun. Yes, when it was fucking funny. Awful television. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Television. Shit, television was pretty I'd good back then. I'd be going through the channels. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> Nah, I'm not gonna watch this. No. Hey, look, it's only because I grew up seeing it on TV and it would make me laugh that I'd ever check back, but then I stopped. I'd rather watch ridiculous. No, sometimes America's Funny Home Videos was good, but like they just they, they got they corny lost after that, right? Yeah, they lost it. Everything was like corny little falling on the stairs trick or like well, that's America's like fault. America got boring. Yeah, nah. America's not have you seen this shit on Reddit? People are crazy, yo. <laughs> you know, we just don't put it on public. This, you, thought, yeah. you thought Jackass had, had a niche business? Oh, People boy. were doing this shit before Jackass even was fucking famous or even tried to make movies of it. People were just fucked up when they did pranks. Uh, <laughs> to reel it back slightly off topic, uh, or, yeah, Keenan and Kel and Men in Black cartoon had some of the dopest theme songs. What? Oh yeah, I was just like, wait, so when did Jackie Chan have a cartoon? Huh? No, Men in Black had a cartoon. Yeah, I know. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Jackie yeah, Chan yeah. Adventures is still the shit. Yeah. Yep. Jackie! <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> One more thing, Jackie. Urkel never look, went on Full House. Urkel said you're a fucking liar, bro. That's Urkel how did, Urkel so did go on Full House. I think Urkel he did. did go he on Full timeout. Now you make an appearance. Uh -oh. Is that a challenge? Wait, I, I could have sworn he popped in. up in someone's house it, before. It wasn't Urkel. It was Jamil White as himself. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Well, sorry. He, everybody was still calling Maybe him Urkel even song. when he did the sound. No, it was Urkel. Everybody was calling him Urkel even when he did the sound 
and voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember that? Remember that series? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was that was Jaleel the White. It wasn't too bad. It always came on like now five in the morning, but it wasn't bad. Season what one. Oh, look at that! Look at right there, Nicole. Steve Urkel is a character from Family Matters, played by Jaleel White, who came for a crossover episode That's of disgusting. Full House for Full House right. season four. <laughs> Episode 16. Wait, what's what's disgusting? Stephanie gets framed. <laughs> he came for the episode. I'm being juvenile. <laughs> Look at that, Nicole. You learn something new every day. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, went to full house. <laughs> I don't know. I know a lot about nothing. Seriously. Because I know a lot about nothing. Any hooser, Bob? Where were we here? Is this a trick? He had uh, Izzy insisted oh, okay. he understood people. He had been a salesman and could mix with people and gain their confidence. The bureau chief bought the argument, and Izzy was given a badge and thrust out into the mean streets of New York to sop mm -hmm. up the booze that poured through the city's uh, speakeasies. Uh -huh. Izzy's lack of detective training proved to be no. It said <laughs> proved. I gotta be one of the languages. Right? I thought it just said it. That's great. <laughs> it proved to I be something. I actually envisioned it. <laughs> you know what? Look Fuck y'all. Okay. Like the actual <laughs> letters, like put like P R B B L L B. From what we read <laughs> earlier, you never know. That's pretty funny. Soup's actually over here behind you watching it. That's why you can't show his face. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy's lack of detective training proved to be something of a boon on his first assignment. In order to get a search warrant, agents needed proof that alcohol was being sold on the premises. But to get this proof, they had to gain access. A notorious speakeasy in Brooklyn had easily spotted any prohibition agents trying to enter. They were not prepared for Izzy, however. He walked up to the joint, banged on the door. Joint. A peephole, a slid open, and a gruff voice asked, Who are you? <laughs> asked. Not asked. This nigga I'm from Is New York, remember? <laughs> Izzy Einstein, he responded. I want a drink. Oh, yeah? Who sent you here, bud? What's your business? Oh, my boss sent me, Izzy explained. I'm a prohibition agent. I just got appointed. The door swung open and the doorman slapped him in the back. <coughs> that's the best gag I ever heard here. I have to. That's the best gag. Are you gagging over there? <laughs> That's like the timing here is interesting. Right? That's the best gag I've ever <laughs> heard <laughs> yeah. Look at the well, fucking language, though. That's the best gag I've ever heard yet. Once inside the bar, Izzy showed the crowd, uh, showed the crowd drinking there his federal badge, leading the bartender to exclaim, it looks just like the real thing. Which, of course, it was. Izzy's only misstep during his first bust was drinking the whiskey he ordered. Physical evidence was needed that a sale of alcohol had been made, and the evidence couldn't be in an agent's belly. When he announced himself as a federal agent, Night. 
the bartender. Good night, Nicole. The bartender grabbed the bottle of whiskey and fled out the back door. To prevent any further evidence of disappearing, Izzy designed a small funnel to fit inside the pencil pocket of his vest. It was connected by a tube to the little bottle hidden in the vest lining. From then on, Izzy would take a sip of the booze he bought, and when the bartender turned his back, would toss the rest of the drink into the funnel. He became so good at this, he boasted... People standing right behind him did not suspect his sleight of hand. Once drunk, Izzy would then go to the restroom, cork the bottle, joint down, jot down the name of the bar and the time of the sale on his side, and there was the evidence ready to be presented in court. Slick motherfucker there. Being himself proved to be Izzy's master stroke. There were no less than 20 occasions when Izzy knocked on a speakeasy door. His oh, federal that, that sentence in what my dog is currently was doing to himself, master stroke. That was like whoa, okay. okay. Yeah, is, like he a, is he a is he a painter? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> is he a painter? <laughs> Maybe after a sip of whiskey. There were less than right? He helped paint the Sistine Chapel. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> with all the extra booze, they used it instead of water. Yeah, it was supposed to be um, uh, a booze bottle in between the fingers when they were trying to touch. Like about to explode, <laughs> you just let it out. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Damn, mute that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna say it and just do it. There were less than twenty occasions when Izzy knocked on a speakeasy okay. door. His federal agent bad pinned to his chest and asked, would you like to sell me a pint of whiskey to a deserving prohibition agent? Anyone took him Anyone took him to be a comedian. The fuck is going on with this person that wrote this article? The the person? <laughs> yes, look. And not the person Everyone the took article? him to be a comedian. On other occasions, it, it was his ability to, to look like an average guy on the street that gained him admission. Speakeasies would open their peepholes to see a fat, short, and dirty overalls mopping his forehead. What? See? Look. No, no, that made that made sense. He he, like imagine like a, a mechanic back in the days or something. Bro, but read it. It's the way it's fucking put mopping out. Mopping his forehead. No, no, no. They they're using. He's using proper English, so to speak. So to speak. But back back in the days, it it was so simplified. They use they use uh, idi- idioms back then. They use a lot of idioms back then in their language. Yeah, they used a lot of idiots to write these articles. That yo, thank, I'm glad you picked up on that. Good catch. Thank you, sir. Idi- idi- idioms. Mm-hmm. Where was I? Nah, but to the disguises he were using, he really he got his master of disguise shit on. Speakeasies would, oh, yeah, that's, what, that's where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was carrying a fishing fucking rod and a pitcher of milk. Carrying something was Izzy. What kind of shit is that? A fucking fishing so rod and a pitcher of milk. Where, where, why so had the milk? Carrying something was, Izzy boasted, often the only trick he needed. A barrel of pickles was his favorite prop because he said, Who's ever going to think a fat man with pickles was an agent? 
but sometimes more um, hey. ingenuity was ingenuity was needed. About. It's my show now. How y'all doing? <laughs> Having a good night. Saturday. I haven't been here in a while. I miss y'all. I hope you're here at the show. I'm not talking to nobody, but I miss you. So we're gonna be taking a break soon. But you know, next year we're gonna come back with some new shit. This is gonna look better. It's gonna be set up. You know, everything like that. I, I did that with my psychic powers. You put him off. I put me on because I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because I love y'all. Holidays. I want you to know that cheer, that joy. <laughs> let, let, you see, let me just put this out there real quick. We are all still here. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know why it showed up on me. Probably because I'm so damn gorgeous. But I, no, it showed up on you because we had our cameras off. Oh, well, hey, you know what? Same, you same. Have his moment, right? she. I'm just letting you know, hater. But you're Ooh. right. It is. It right, is I'm alive. Show. I'm alive and I can breathe. Sorry. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Let him talk with me on the screen. We have the stand, Nicole. It's hard to leave. <laughs> I'll talk to you on screen. Good night, Nicole. Good night, Nicole. It's hard. No, to don't go. It's hard to leave us. I understand. Don't leave. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know. Don't leave me, girl. I think it's. Talking about baby, don't go. Oh, please. Don't leave. You guys are very lucky. I don't care. Excuse me, Jazz. Did you I was off it? your key. It doesn't I was on my key, all right? I was doing the right beat. <laughs> <laughs> <Some shit. laughs> no, it wasn't, because while you was doing bump, 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 my beat was. <laughs> <laughs> he was on key off, he was on key off screen. You got to on the Izzy beat right now. Change your speech. He's the penguin, and you're going to match him. <laughs> See, look, I'm already, I got the butler thing going with the colors. I'm. On the way to being a penguin. And, and the Adidas <laughs> shirt. <laughs> we fly, see? Then <laughs> my Adidas shirt, my Captain Hobbs cap. <laughs> Deaf off. Huh? Jose, I don't hear you singing. You lost off because we can't hear you. Oh. So I'm what? I think I think you, you should have let Tallinn finish his monologue. Should them have his moment. I, I appreciate that, Dre. I appreciate it. Not that you know I was being rude cutting off Jay, but I ain't been around. Y'all seen Jay. He's been here twice a week without me. Like, come on, I know y'all miss me. Right? Can y'all yeah, hear right? me now? Yeah. Can y'all hear me now? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, you still here. I told you See, it was to leave us. It was because we serenaded her on our key. <laughs> no, Don't leave. Uh-uh. Wait, 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 wait. Don't leave me, girl. You leave wait, 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 wait. I should be out at the end. Just stay with me tonight. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Suffering as a mother. Oh, yeah, I know the beginning. It's a great song. It is, it is. Mr. Wonder. They drove a coal wagon through the Upper East Side. Mr. Wonder, where you are. <laughs> He said he went after all the places that were supposed to be ungettable and got them. They drove a coal wagon through the Upper East Side, netting 16 bartenders in one hour. Damn. They sold fruit and vegetables in the Bronx and ice in Brooklyn. 
in order to whittle their way behind locked doors of illegal bars. <laughs> they, they made money too because they were wow. salesmen. <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck it. You got to do what you got to do. They carry. Yeah, Nicole. Hey, you're a trooper. We appreciate that. Yeah. You up there with sunshine now, Nicole. We like that. You, 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 Listen, when love, you send the when you send the move. When you send the moonshine over here, we're gonna have your address and we're gonna send you some no dos. Some what? No dos. You don't watch fucking Freddy Krueger movies? Everybody takes no dos. Watch two. You know this. You, oh you know this. We have gone over this. Tan is not old not enough to watch these movies based on. Who knows? Yeah. Who you gotta have a dose colon blow. I, I stopped working at the hospital. That was where I was watching shit. I don't I just haven't You gotta have adults with him to watch these movies and listen hey, to not, this not shit. I did watch the first Jason with my sister. <laughs> you also need like two people to hug. See with your sister, you needed you needed parental God guidance. No admittance. She's far more mature, so she makes me feel secure. Who remembers Colin Blow? What? No, Nicole, you're off. Colin Blow. <laughs> Who the fuck it's takes you. a bump with their asshole? What? 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 Yeah. Asshole. What the oh, people in California. Where did we go? Where did we go? It went so loud. Freddie. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bitch. Mm-mm. Not you. I wasn't talking to you, Nicole. That was bitch. <laughs> that was we just cute. lost a viewer because of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I used to that love this show, but then he was like, "Welcome to my world, bitch." I just—it's <laughs> too. All of, a, all of a sudden, we we got a we got an email saying like, "Yo, chill, you can't be calling anybody a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> you need to specify who the fuck you're talking about. They're gonna maybe all of our viewers. They're gonna put a fucking bullying message on my fucking videos now. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a parental. We don't we don't condone that break room. Which is why you didn't hear the little countdown in the the beginning of this one because they keep putting some uh some dude with a turban on my my fucking uh my videos when I put that on there. Osama bin Robin. Okay, where were we? He, he robbed our, our intro. It was terrible, but I had to go for it. Oh, yeah. he's just the he's just the fall guy, like usual. Yeah, we're being monitored <laughs> by the by the FCC, the FBI, and all the Alphabet Boys. No, we're not. We were sure know. about the Alphabet groups. Well, some of them. Nah, I'm good. All of them. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all can do one without me. You want to talk about the FBI or the CIA? It's they An tap my, on them? Probably they not. They tap my cell and the yeah. phone in the basement. That sounds too smart. They tap my cell and the we phone in the basement. Positive. My team supreme. Stay clean. <laughs> be Miracle Dream. I'll be that. I don't know why you're insinuating that would be a controversial podcast. I'm t- right? We're, sometimes, but not, not enough to gain alphabetical fucking... Uh, you know, I apologize to all my agents out there watching. It's <laughs> <laughs> at my cell and the phone in the basement. Uh, Google's translating in Spanish to me for its commercials on YouTube, so I, I think I'm fucking with them pretty good. They don't know how to get to me. Like, like Izzy and motherfucking <clears throat> with all of New York, they carry thick legal books into boozing serving restaurants. Uh, frequented by lawyers, 
and dressed in white coats to gain access to speakeasies freaking by doctors near uh, Mount Sinai Hospital. On a cold winter <laughs> night, Izzy stood in his shirt in his shirt sleeves outside a speakeasy until his teeth were chattering. Moe then half cried him and shouting, give this man a drink. The bartender poured out a shot and Mo booked him. Mm. Is this probably why we have entrapment laws? Because yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, we need some liquor. And looking around, like somebody's gonna set us. Somebody's gonna give us a shot, right? More, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Because the government's like, hey, you can't just you can't set people up like this now. Oh, we always gonna have people <laughs> you have to do it jail. like this. Like yeah, so you got to find a different here. way. It's too many people, bro. I'm telling you, he was he wasn't too turtly for the turtle club. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> I'm telling you, this man like a fat turtle. I mean, triple B, triple beam, lyrical dream. I be that. Can't you see that? All the fans bit. Gatson, Gatson, hold us, girls. I told you, be a mighty to me. You too much. Step on stage, girl. Too much. I best cause your mother name do too much. Be lose my touch. Never that. If I can't, ain't no problem to get the gap where the true play is at. Now wave the rollies in the side. Wave side to side. Keep your hands out. Keep your hands out. What song is they calling? But you see, B.I.G. be flossing. Oh, never mind. Fucking ruined it. Five double low. <laughs> Niggas already know. <laughs> Probably not. I'm not gonna find. I don't know shit like that. Nah, he. I, mean, I wasn't. I was not listening to the bars. I more was, money, I more had, problems. Like they were more money, people. more problems. And I could not really pick up what they were saying. I see. He better not slap me with the copyright shit. They probably will. That's fucked up. Right. I sung it myself. It is a reenactment. God damn it. Right. That most copyright laws on music are held by people that essentially stole the music that other people made. Well, speaking yeah, about much. music. Yeah, the thief don't want you stealing from them. Speaking about music, easy read. Uh, easy. Izzy. Easy. Easy read. He walked into a restaurant frequent by musicians with a trombone under his arm. He was asked to play a song and perform such a moving rendition of the Prohibition Standard, How Dry Am I, that the bartender and waiters rushed to pour him a drink, and he, thanking them, promptly arrested them. What the as, fuck? As as <laughs> Damn. No empathy at all. Like, all right, game's over. Enough with the charade. You're under arrest. It's like, motherfucker, we just poured you a shot. You what you said, and now we're under arrest. Fuck you, pig. Right? <laughs> but he played the trombone. You have Yo, to this right. is like, no, a great lane just to play his role. <laughs> he went in and he was playing snake jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wow, this is, Bro, this is good was, stuff. Somebody pull this crazy. man a drink. Hey, you know, it's even more fucked up. It'd be that one person. Play play music. Music. I'll buy his drink. Oh, thank you, by the way, friend. By the way, you're under arrest too. First of all, if you're walking into that speakeasy, I'm pretty sure somebody's drinking in your vicinity. I'm just gonna grab the cup, pour it in my pocket, and leave. But you gotta get people that matter, and that's what's exceptional about this. He was getting the people selling and serving it, and then the people providing it. He wasn't getting the people that, well, not 
it doesn't describe, but I'm sure with numbers like that, he was getting people just drinking as well. And like, cause I bet he had like people to stop people from running away after a certain point to where it's just like, nah, you're all kind of fucked. We know what you were doing kind of a thing. Right. Pretty much. Um, but what's funny is like, when you listen to all the places he did and the different types of disguises and costumes he had, he was all over the different echelons and places in life and everybody was drinking. And it almost sounds like the more you listen to it, like there was places that were a speakeasy and it said speakeasy, but they just put a board over it half-assed that says like grocer. And so they were that easy to find, but because it says grocer, like, yeah, well, technically we have to make them admit it. Bro, earlier we read that there was one in the fucking skyscraper on 4th Avenue. That's what I'm saying. And then like doctors at Sinai and then the only place that he didn't hit his mark of hitting, uh, finding a prohibitionist in 30 minutes was in D.C. And I bet he did find somebody and they were a fucking politician. He was like, well, this is awkward. Probably. Yeah. There's a speakeasy in the White House basement. Senator, I don't care about the cocaine. I don't care about the weed or the morphine, but the alcohol, you put me in a weird position. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let me get a bump of that. (laughs) And just for those who don't know, those were the top three drugs of the time. Uh, morphine from the the Civil War is just kind of a catch-up. And then when they tried to stop morphine, they went to cocaine, and that's how we got into Coca-Cola. We did a show about that. You can go yes, check we it did. Out. John Shepard. Um, and uh, then, you know, they had marijuana, and then that had a whole racial thing around it. It's fucking ridiculous. It's a whole We did a show about that also. Go check out the Malcolm X episode. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, it, it, it's very funny how the history of drugs have been in the United States. You should look up on And Holland would know, because he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. I am. Well, I, I'm a half vampire. Half, half badass, half vampire. New York, <laughs> New York you at the time. <laughs> I got a fucking pretzel stuck in my tooth. New York at the time was awash with booze. Prohibition was largely an idea born in America's religious rule heartland. With elderberry. <laughs> Damn you, Utah. And many... <laughs> Damn you, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, this can go low. Sorry. <laughs> and many cosmopolitan city dwellers resented it being imposed on them. Nowhere was there this more the case than in New York, the wealthiest of wet cities. That can be uh kind of wet and training, <laughs> It can be associated to two things going on in that era. Prohibition and uh a prostitution. <laughs> you wanna get slippery, hun? No, no. Wet is where it rains. The wettest of wet right. <laughs> the wettest of wet cities. Ew. The wettest slide in the oh, see, see, they kind of say it here, and I didn't just read it. Where the speakeasies, cabarets. Those welcome are the to Rusty's cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the man or the woman talking? That's the woman. That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a cigar shop next door. 
It's run by a man named Mo. He's also a prohibitionist. All the hoes go there and get 20% off all cigars. So this honey is all our voices. <laughs> and we are indeed runny as the waters of the rivers. Of and it doesn't make us any less drier. Okay? We are the wettest of wet cities here. <laughs> We're the wet city around. Just feel, just feel down water. my knee. Feel down my knee, sweetheart. It's running for you right now. You guys are the moist wanted. The, the moist, moist wanted. <laughs> We're the wet bandits. <laughs> the wet bandits. No, no. When they're in New York, which makes it worse, they're the sticky bandits. Yeah, right? right. <laughs> you sticky wet bandits. Please stay away. Please don't touch me. <laughs> don't ask why they got the name. I just mean, it was terrible, but to be fair to Marv, just wrapping hand in teeth. He was pretty fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting some grabs. It was terrible. He shouldn't do you know, it. Like, it was the, best like life. the best rigging of all life. That's funny. It, in many ways, Izzy and Mo were doing the public a service. Much of the booze sounds like y'all talking about Mante Manteca. No, but nobody's Manteca. talking about that. Of course, you, of all people, <laughs> Mr. Manteca. I sniff baby powder. Manteca. No, he's talking about the drug, Manteca. No. Um, we're not talking about Monteca. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's, that's, oh. That must be a party. He's no Nintendo, bro. <laughs> He's the Haron. Oh, the Haron. Okay. <coughs> the heroine. In many ways, Izzy and Mo were doing the public a service. Much of the booze sold during Prohibition was nasty stuff. Denatured ethanol, alcohol, redistilled. Yes. <laughs> They were just ripping off gas. Yeah. Colored and put in a bottle with a fake label. There was also fake scotch made from lice killer and squirrel whiskey made from potatoes, cabbage, and old rope. That's the shit they were making in Three Stooges that would explode. <laughs> just from the what these things were described just now, I would much rather drink squirrel whiskey. <laughs> Being from New York, I can tell you there's no shortage of drugs or... Uh, prostitution. You're right. I know I'm right wait. because I also grew up in the Bronx. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she said drugs or prosecution, not prostitution. She meant she meant prostitution. Yes, now I know she's what she's right for, for prosecution too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right pretty much. for all three. Yeah, she, even if she fucked, the, even if it was a fucked up typo, she's still correct. Matter of fact, you can go to Hunt's point. I was just about to say that. Go to Hunt's point. You'll see. Or you could oh. go to 161 and get all three. Oh, Prosecution, prostitution, and drugs. Keep saying wet, night. wet. There's only one other naps. thing that I refer wet to naps? as wet. Yes, wet, no, 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 no. wet soup. We That's said delicious. wet, not wet, wet. No, we, we, we ain't double tap on that word. <laughs> wet exactly. as in uh, you're the only one that want to double tap on that. Right? <laughs> There's a lot you of you. Get, the word, uh, right? If you want wet, wet, you better stop touching the keyboards with your nasty fingers. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you guys are talking about. I was wet from the. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it, so 
the schnoogans. Let me get this. Did you, did the you see no Jay and Silent Bob? I, well, <laughs> yes. I've <laughs> come across schnoogans. <laughs> the bootleggers were ingenuous. Izzy and Moe discovered car tires filled with booze. Moonshine stills. <laughs> Shit. Moonshine stills. is tasty. Oh, that's disgusting, bro. Moonshine <laughs> stills hidden away in old stables. So, yes, shit. A taxidermed bear stuffed with whiskey bottles. <laughs> that's, that's and a ring of fake rabies selling sacramental wine. Ra- yes, rabbi, rabbis. rabbis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like from I was thinking, I'm like, where the to our viewers, please excuse his reading. This happens quite often. Yeah, fuck no you, right? I do not be offended. Blame it on the Jews. Got past English fast. I blame it on the I fucking looks like rabies. I don't get I need to understand. There's no E at the end. What are you reading? No, there's two B's. It's okay, there's two B's in the I. Well, a ring of fake rabbis (laughs) selling sacramental wine to their supposed congregations. There were also there were also fake Christian um um and Catholic uh pre uh, preachers and pastors doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Izzy and Mo were relentless in their work, driven more by the thrill of the chase than their morals. Although they were enforcing an an unpopular law, the way they did it was done with such finesse. No, I don't speak French and cleverness that few could uh, uh, begrudge them their job. The press hung on their every exploit, and wisecracking Izzy and Tacturn Mo would then tip them off to bust and indulge in every crazier depictions, in ever crazier depictions, such as the time they posed as a husband and wife to bust an illegal liquor joint. One newspaper declared they were a famous, as famous in New York as the Woolworth building. That's fucking saying something. But being... Successful. What does it say about New Yorkers back then? Yeah. Nobody read the paper? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody I don't know what it's saying, but it's saying something. Listen, New Yorkers would have a better say, but I'm just trying to when I mean, something is a law, people love to try to go against it, especially in places like New York and most recently with the stupid ass pandemic, Florida. So Dude, it's not far fetched to believe that everybody was drunk at the time. I'm telling you, that's why these motherfuckers got away with a lot of that shit. Everybody was drunk. Everybody. <clears throat> and I mean, when you make something illegal, room. everybody's going to want it more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. And people want it alcohol regardless. Look how much money liquor makes today. Exactly. He says. Yeah, not as he much as sports. Oh, you, you, can, you can make three times the profit <laughs> selling shots than you do selling the whole bottle by itself. Yep. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I, don't, I never really went out to drink because it's like, man. I've, I've been a couple of times, but as you can see, I'd rather buy the liquor. Oh, you need the entertainment. I, I, I'm cold turkey, and I'm going to probably get some cold turkey next week. So, or wild turkey, <laughs> whatever it's called. I was going to say, you must, you must have meant the other, the other. What is that? I meant in the Bronx as much. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Bronx is wild. Prostitution oh, is in, in the person in the in the purse in the person per se. Yes, I was small before she person. put it up. But I live down the block from a meth clinic, so I can tell mm. you. Ooh, she gets a lot of methadone heads over there. Crystal meth is destroying America uh, everywhere. You know so who yeah. I blame? I blame Breaking Bad. Uh, I blame Breaking Bad too. No, it was, yeah, it was know- happening before that. It was happening before <laughs> that. I was just saying, like, that was, Breaking was Bad definitely a problem beforehand. Breaking yeah, Bad Breaking- just gave you the formula to do it in your basement. Yeah, if you right, got the right. balls to do it, and you're a after every hit, you're looking to talk to a Jesse Pinkman, and it's like no one is named that right now, bro. It, it really gave <laughs> what happens to your teeth? Stop trying to talk to me. Well, Making meth is dangerous. That's not something is. you just you got to be. You got to have the facilities to do something like that. Meth is not cool, people. You should know that, but still, yeah, don't smoke. Don't yeah, smoke it's, glass. it's not like the recipe to crack that they give you in every rap song. Or the magical PCP. No, just kidding. Don't do that either. Don't fucking. Don't do that. don't. Um, that being said, they really gave Malcolm's dad the actual like. Malcolm's dad. Yeah, yeah, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. I, I know. Well, I mean, Billy Crescent. No, I'm oh, sorry. No. They gave Hal. Let me let yeah, me give me. you a very very quick history of Billy Crescent in the early '90s. He was supposed to be the Blue Ranger. <laughs> Wait, he's that. Wait. Which yeah, is why, which is why, no, he wasn't supposed to be replaced. He wasn't supposed to replace oh Billy. God. The character is named Billy Cranston after him. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. So exactly. And okay, he also voiced an evil fucking villain in fucking Power Rangers. Is that the porno message? No, the real, the real Power Rangers. The first <laughs> what <laughs> he said mm. in fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> okay. no, so we learned, we learned two things today. We learned Urkel was on Full House. And I mean, we learned, we learned yeah, that. Dre, you've been picking up on the ones that are just supposed to go by, and you've just been like, "What the fuck was that?" It's like, shit, you're not supposed to really. I'm get still that, stuck dude. on him. Po- he was supposed to play the Blue Ranger. Like, how old was he yeah. years ago? I have no idea, bro. He, he was not gonna fit in with some teenagers or some high school kids being Power Rangers. I would just look, which is why, which is why, in the remake, like a substitute teacher among like other kids that just fell upon this fucking random power. This is why, in the remake, he played Zordon. Oh, he has a Zordon face, though. Now, let me to apologize, Nicole. You stuck it out longer than you should. Yeah, yeah, go night night. You'll be all right. We're almost done here, anyway. Unlike many federal agents, Izzy and Mo were never on the take and thus beholden to no one. But they weren't always thanked for their incorruptibility. Their superiors in Washington, D.C. resented their popularity. So did their colleagues. The sheer volume of arrests they made, often 20 or 30 bootleggers before breakfast, made other prohibition agents look bad. In November 1925, the pair were among 35 prohibition agents fired by the new prohibition administrator because they did not measure up to the standards of efficiency, which fucking <laughs> is crazy. They were the wow. epitome of efficiency. Yeah, you're not doing good enough. It's like, what do you mean? I will say they kind of <laughs> fucked up everybody else's efficiency, to be honest. Which is what it says here. This is why I love History Channel. It says, such a, claim, such a claim was clearly bogus. 
In five years, Izzy and Mo arrested some 4,932 sellers of alcohol, accounting for nearly two-thirds of all prohibition arrests in New York City. Even Elliot Ness fighting Al Capone's mob in Chicago couldn't match Izzy and Moe's success rate. The masterminds of federal rum ferrets were focused into another career, selling Force. life insurance. Yes, forced. Excuse me. Forced uh, into another career, selling life insurance. Fortunately, they were good at that too. Indeed, Izzy liked to boast that many of his policies were sold to the very bootleggers he had then arrested just a few years before. That's funny. You know why yeah. Elliot didn't succeed though? He was too serious. Very serious. And not he just that, he brag more. Now he has throwback jerseys named after him. So I think he did something right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll probably talk about the dickhead in, in an episode or two. One one time or another. What are we gonna talk about? What? But he he was very 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 prideful and very like he was narcissistic. I don't really care what you're gonna try to do. You're not. Why? Because I called Elliot Ness a dickhead. Is it too soon? I'm sorry. No, we don't care about too soon. We don't. I don't give a fuck about that. I just don't understand the dickhead. Why did, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Why did he have to be that? You're going to say we're going to talk about the dickhead like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, he was very prideful. No, you, But see, you didn't say it like, oh, he was a dickhead. You said it like an actual dickhead. Like it's a, like a story. I, I see. I see what you're talking about. No, we're not talking about Vegas. Oh, we one. One time or another, we'll be talking about Elliot Ness, I'm pretty sure. Whether in a movie category or in the category of Elliot Ness. But either way, one day, one day we'll do it. One day. Yeah, what do you say? Now, next week, <laughs> next week, I'm going to reach out to Mr. Terry Rich, and we're going to see if we can have him on to discuss this uh, billion-dollar lottery uh, scheme. What was it? The biggest lottery fraud in U.S. history. Which it's always been a fraud, but yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into it. But if you go into the archives and you listen to the Terry Rich interview, he was, uh, was involved into the investigation. It was about, it was a couple weeks ago, and it's it's titled "A Lottery Ticket, Two Hot Dogs, and Bigfoot." Why? Okay. Come find out next week or go in the archives and listen to the episode with Terry Rich. Because it is a, a doozy. A doozy. Almost like this one here. A this doozy? is unfucking believable these stories. That a small Jewish man can... <laughs> Did you he just can say a slur? What? Is that no. why you went... <laughs> no! <laughs> no slur! I've been wang wang all episode. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he it's it's just mind blowing that he can fucking paint his face black and Supposedly, go into his easy in Harlem. I still yeah, don't believe all of this, bro. A lot of this we, is too sus. I don't know. Everybody was drunk, and it was. Look, a I'll, hey, look, I'll give you that. Everybody was probably so drunk they probably wouldn't pay attention. So he might have had a half ass blackface costume. Where people would have been like, I guess this is another black person. The or white people in Harlem would have been like, I guess this is another Negro, whatever. Yeah. I don't right? 
Who gives a fuck? Right. I just I'm just here to drink. Right. Jose. I'm, I'm, I'm going to mind my business. This guy definitely isn't a federal agent, but he was. He Jose, was. I I can tell by your profile picture, you already look way too much like an agent compared to that guy. <laughs> way too much. First of all, you have like clean cut shit. Did you not see the pictures at the beginning? You must have missed the pictures of this guy. He was a Humpty Dumpty motherfucker. Yes, he put yes, up. He, he made like if Jordan was in the game, he would have come up and made Jordan look like a bitch. That's what the kind of numbers he, he looked like. Oswald Cobblepot. She's addicted. She's addicted, and you should get your friends addicted to the show. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I can guarantee I can you. I interviewed the guy. Oh, okay. All right. Ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was okay. bro. <laughs> okay. Thank you for clarifying. What? About not getting caught. No, 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 no. Yes, that guy was super stupid, and we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna explain why next week. Yeah, in he, depth. he definitely wasn't. But I promise you, go into the archives, listen to the Terry Rich episode, and you'll kind of get the gist of it. But next week we'll break it down a little more, and we'll see if Terry Rich can come on to help us get inside the investigation because we're gonna get dig deep into this guy because he was, in fact. A fucking idiot. No digging deep into no Idiot. Idiot. Thank you. Yes. But I'm telling you, the sad news here is. Wait, hold on. Remember. Well, never mind. If you're going to go ahead. I'm going to do something. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Why'd you stop him? I'll just now, follow through. You know, because I didn't realize I until after I stopped him what he was doing. It was My mouth was quicker than my brain right there. So oh, that's that's good. that was a good call. It's okay, sir. It's okay, sir. Your mouth. But the sad news here is this episode is over. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to.